Hello and welcome to this episode of the show. How have you been? I know it's been a while since we had the opportunity to sit and converse like this. For some reason, it's just been a while. So um, I'm glad to be here again. And I'm glad to have you tuning in once again after all these weeks. So welcome once again to this episode of the show. And on this episode, we'll be discussing something very interesting. All right. So as business owners, you know, this is a show that is most mostly centered around business. You know, as business owners, there is basically one thing that we set up our businesses for. Okay, well, maybe not one thing, but there is one thing that every business owner wants to do at the end of the day, wants to be able to achieve. And that is to make profits from all the endeavors we put into our business, from all the efforts we channel into our businesses. At the back of everything we do is a desire to make profits, either from the sales of our products or the sales of our services or every other thing in between. At the back of everything we do is a desire to make profits. Yes, somewhere along the line, we want to impact lives. We want to make lives better for, make life better for people. But at the end of the day, all these things are geared towards making profits. Now, you will agree with me that um, irrespective of every effort we put in, there are times that the profits just don't seem to come. All right? So you do everything within your power. You do everything you know to do. But sometimes, for some reason, it's just as if the profits won't come. All right? Now, as much as it may not be the easiest thing to say to yourself, when you sit down and do a thorough analysis and discover that um, you've done your business for over a while and you've done everything you know to do and it's just like the profits aren't coming, yes, it may not be the easiest thing to admit to yourself, but most times, if you can, if you are honest as you can be, or if you are honest as you are supposed to, you'll discover that these things usually happen because sometimes and in some ways you are making some mistakes that shouldn't have been made or shouldn't be made in your business. Okay, most times your profits just won't come because of some mistakes you make in your business. All right, so that is what this entire episode will be looking at. Costly business mistakes most business owners make or costly mistakes most business owners make in their businesses. Okay, so I did a study slash analysis of different businesses and I was able to come up with three business mistakes that business owners make in different forms in their businesses. 
And those three mistakes are what we are going to be taking a quick look at this morning. All right. So if you're ready, let's get right into the first of the mistakes. Okay. So I want this to be as snappy as it can be. All right. So mistake number one, believing that your business is for everybody. Yeah. As inconsequential as this sounds, this is probably the worst mistake you can make as a business owner in your business. Believing that your business is for everybody. And for everybody, I mean believing that your business is meant to attend to everybody. Okay, I think it was in the first episode of this show where we spoke about, we spoke extensively about what to do when you discover that everybody around you are doing the same thing you want to do. And I think somewhere in that episode, we talked about mindset hacks you should have when you discover that there's a lot of competition in the field you're about to venture into. And the one of the mindset hacks we talked about was having a clear understanding that you're not the only one that can do or that is going to be in the same business right across the whole world there are basically businesses that are going to be run just like yours all right the same people that are going to be attending to the same audience as you okay so somewhere in that episode we established that fact now this point connects to one of the points that we made in that episode where we said your business cannot attend to the problems of the whole world alone and that's the same thing that applies here the first and major mistake business owners make is that they have these ambitions and fantastical ideas that their business will attend to everybody and although that looks like it's a step of faith it's usually you buttering yourself up for a heartbreak if that is you Okay, so it may look as though you're trying to be brave. It may look as though you're trying to mm, be optimistic. However, if you set up your business, believing that you're going to attend to everybody on the surface of the earth, that is the first litmus test to prove that you're going to fail. And no, I'm not trying to be a prophet of doom. I'm not trying to be a prophet of Baal. I'm basically just telling you the truth. If you venture into business without having a clear understanding of who your audience is, you're going to get many things wrong. Number one, you're not going to have the perfect business model to attend to the people you're supposed to be attending to. Number one. Number two, you're going to be marketing to the wrong crowd. And once you begin to market your products and your services to the wrong crowd, what do you think is going to happen? No one is going to buy from you, all right? Because you can never sell the right products to the wrong audience. And I'm going to give you an example as we proceed. You can never sell a right product to a wrong audience. When you begin to market your products and services to the wrong people, you will notice that they won't buy. And what does that mean? No sales. What does no sales mean? No profits. What do no profits mean? You pack out of business in no time. That's the first mistake business owners tend to make. 
okay so if you found yourself at any point in those shoes or in that place where you believe that as an act of faith everybody is going to buy from your business please 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 and please the first thing i want you to do today is once you're done listening to this episode go and look for how to create a customer avatar and create that for your business if you have not yet done so all right so I, I i wrote something down in my journal and i said if you don't have a clearly defined audience you won't reach anyone at the end of the day okay so you you may think you may think that by not having a clearly defined audience you are going to throw your net into the deep and catch as many fish as possible you'll be surprised that since you don't have an audience your net is going to enter the water and you won't catch one fish at the end of the day okay let me give you a classical example let's say throughout this episode i'll be using an imaginary business nelly's hairs and fixtures i hope that business doesn't exist in real in real life however that's going to be our lab rats for today nelly's hairs and fixtures now let's assume that nelly's hairs and fixtures is an actual business okay that sells hair or sells hairs when i mean hairs i mean vivon okay let's just say that sells vivons and synthetic hair for ladies okay so let's assume that that's a business and you are the ceo right congratulations ceo you're the ceo of nelly's hairs and fixtures now you set up nelly's hairs and fixtures a few months back and um as usual you decided that your business was going to be attending to everybody all right now you discovered a few months later that you're not exactly hitting your financial targets for every month and so in december because it's the christmas month you decide to um take it by force you know how they say the violent they get it by force so you decide to take your business profits by force so you tweak your business model and you're like okay instead of waiting for the people to come to me why not i go to them physically so monday morning you dress up and take a few samples of your hair and you storm the next i don't know more right with a few samples of your hair you storm the next and closest mall to you and you're you have decided that before the end of the day you must finish selling everything you packed now you enter the mall the ceo of nelly's hairs and fixtures and um you're with a few samples of your hair you enter the mall because your business is attended to everybody you walk straight up to the first person in the mall you meet in the mall and you begin to market your hair to the person the only challenge is that you're marketing to a small boy or a teenage boy yeah you're trying to sell with on to a teenage boy what do you think is going to happen you are going to end up frustrating yourself yep. for no reason 
you're going to end up frustrating yourself because it's a no-brainer, but a teenage boy does not need your hair for anything. Yeah. It doesn't need your hair for anything. That's the first thing. So you see, by not having a clearly defined audience, you're, you, you number one, you've wasted your time, you've wasted your efforts, and at the end of the day, you're still not going to get that customer. Most likely. Okay, let's assume now that you know what you're supposed to do as the CEO of Nelly's Heads and Fixtures. You know that your target audience are ladies, all right, or are, are female. Okay, so you enter the mall that fateful day and in the mall, you see a vast array of women. You see different ladies, okay? Now, if you did your assignments well, you know that although you're selling hair for ladies, not every lady in the mall needs hair. Wants to buy the weave on you're selling. Okay, so it's not smart to try to sell to a girl, a small girl, although she's a female, selling to her may not be the smartest option. Although she's a female, why? Although she may be willing to pay you, she may not be able to pay. A small girl number one number two depending on the quality and the price of the hair you have for sale you may discover that selling to an undergraduate again may not be the smartest option okay so if you have your client avatar well carved out you will know that once you step into that scenario once you walk into the mall there are specific people you should target with what you have for sale and one of the easiest ways to find out is probably look at how they are dressed you probably want to target people that are working class women okay because they have to go to work every day they probably want to look their best so one of the things they are most likely going to pay attention to is what's on top of their head their hair okay and so to find out the working class women you probably want to look at how they are dressed you probably want to look at the kind of shoes they wear or they are wearing kind of bags they are carrying the kind of perfumes they have on all these things will give you ideas and pointers for you to know who to market to now you see with one simple act of knowing exactly who your business is for and how to spot them out you are able to streamline your efforts and make the most of your time so mistake number one you must not make in your business is not having a clear understanding of who your audience is all right the second mistake that I've seen many business owners make, and I must be honest with you, I actually made this mistake when I was starting out. The second mistake is the tendency to be dismissive of low-budget clients. I'll say it again, the tendency to be dismissive of low-budget clients. At some point or another, most of us made these mistakes in our businesses, right? And the justification for this is usually, how much this guy they pay me safe? You know that question? How much exactly is he paying me? Now, because you discover that the client is probably not going to pay you seven figures, there is usually that tendency to treat his project as though it is not important or to treat her project as though it is not important. 
Well, although you're the owner of the business and you can do whatever rocks your world, here are my two cents on the matter. Okay? Now, this is what I usually advise people to do. Being dismissive of low-budget clients will not help you at all. The fact that you accepted to work on that project makes it enough reason for you to try at least to owe it to the client and to yourself to at least, at least deliver something that is worth it. Okay? If the budget was too low for you from the beginning, then there was basically no need to pick up the project. And this applies mostly to service-based business owners. If the budget of the client was too low for you from the beginning, there was probably no need for you to pick up the project at all. What you should have done would have been to tell the client that his budget just doesn't work for you, or you would have tried to negotiate better, okay? However, if you accepted to work on the project, then it is a no-brainer. You need to give your best. All right? Because most times, here's the truth. Here's the truth about the whole matter. Most times we jump into starting out our businesses, which holds that we are going to, um, I don't know, just walk into the market today and land the first seven-figure clients tomorrow. Usually these things don't happen like that. All right. If you study, you discover that most times to make your first six figures as a business owner, you're probably going to have to work on a couple of five-figure projects. All right. To make your first seven figures most times, you're probably going to have to work on a couple of six-figure projects. And what does this imply? If you have the tendency of dismissing low-budget projects, especially as a beginner, in your field you're probably not going to make a lot of progress okay i wrote something in my journal i said well you accepted to work with them and since you did give it your best shot okay mistake number two being dismissive of low client of low budget clients most times the question you're tempted to ask is, how much this person they pay me safe? Like, how much is this person paying me for my services or my products? Whenever this temptation comes up, remind yourself that you accepted to work with that client and whatever is worth being done is worth being done well. Okay? Mistake number two to avoid, being dismissive of low budget clients. The third and the last mistake we'll be taking a look at in the next few minutes is, <laughs> and this is going to sound a bit controversial, but the third mistake that I've seen business owners make is building an audience of the exact same people as you. <laughs> I'll say it again, building an audience of the exact same people as you. Now, this is not going to sound as as though it is a problem, but it actually is, especially if you have not yet branded yourself as a consultant in the field. If you're yet to brand yourself as a consultant or someone that his business has 
provable results or that has gotten reasonable a reasonable amount of results over time building an audience of the exact same people as you is counterproductive and i'm going to give you an example let's assume that you're still the ceo of nelly's hairs and fixtures remember that nelly's hairs is a business that sells wevons to eligible female folk now let's assume that okay as the ceo you've heard content marketing is very important and blah 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 so you've done everything you know to do about content creation and posting on social media and you've begun or you've begun to um congregate your audience in a place now let's assume that everybody you've finally managed to get a thousand people all right as members of your audience now let's assume that out of these thousand people that let's say 90 percent of them are owners of hair businesses just like you what do you think is going to happen to your business simple it's a no-brainer all of you will be colleagues right clapping for yourselves and celebrating yourselves that you are doing well but at the end of the day, you are not going to make any sales, especially not from those people. Why? Because they see you as a colleague. Okay? They're most likely not going to buy whatever it is you put out. Why would they buy from you? They have their own hairs for crying out loud. To sell or to wear or to use. Okay? This is another mistake that many business owners actually don't see as a mistake, but it's actually a mistake. I'll give you another life example. I had someone send me a DM on Facebook a while ago and she was lamenting that she discovered that, okay, she, she I think she had just written and published her book and she sent a distressing message to me on Facebook and she was like, she discovered that um, after she had published her book, after it had gone live on the platform she published to, she said that one thing that happened was um, she discovered that when she made the public announcement and the invitation for people to begin to buy, all that happened to her was there were a stream of comments. <laughs> you see like some comments here. One of the days, one of these days in one of the subsequent episodes, we'll talk about them. She said that um, there was a stream of comments, wonderful, beautiful comments, people congratulating her on a job well done, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, at the back end, she discovered that she did not sell even one copy. Not even one person from the audience, after typing congratulations on social media, went to buy her book. And that was distressing. Okay, so after we did a little analysis, we discovered something. Her book was channeled towards newbie writers and all that, trying to help them make sense of their craft. After we conducted a little analysis, we came to discover that <laughs> the bulk of the people on her social media were writers too, just like she. Yeah, and that was the problem. 
they never saw the need to buy from her because in their minds all of them are colleagues like hello what's she going to teach them that, she, that they didn't know so they were quick to type congratulations on social media but they were not quick to buy because she had spent her time building an audience of the people that are exactly the same as she is and now the problem is that she hadn't yet branded herself as a consultant in the field now by branding yourself as a consultant in the field this is what i mean if you've not yet gotten to a place where people can look at you as someone that is ahead of the curve than them all right there's every tendency that they wouldn't see you as important enough for them to patronize and that's the same thing that happened to this lady because she had spent her time building an audience of writers that perceived her as to be as being in the same level as they are or as they were at the time of these events when she had put out the good news there that her book was live on the platform all they could do was to type congratulations they were not going to buy from her why no reason no need to buy okay so building an audience of the people that are just like you at the same level as you are is probably counterproductive all right if you're looking for likes and comments trust me they're going to give it to you but if at some point in your business journey you want to sell to your audience please in the name of jesus the christ don't just build an audience of people that are like you it's like trying to evangelize to the choir it almost never works why because if you're a christian you know that most of the people in the choir most of them have given their lives to christ so coming back again to come and evangelize to them you will preach you will do everything they will stay in the congregation and shout amen where it's necessary but when you make that altar call they will not come why what are they coming to do they've already given their lives to christ so carry the same analogy into your business trying to sell to an audience of people that are just the same as you are in the same level in their journey and their growth as you it almost never works <clears throat> wonderful in place of doing that how about you try to build an audience of people who although they may have the same needs will be from different demographic regions okay different although they may have the same needs will be from different categories i don't know how to i really don't know the word to use but let's go back to nelly's heads and fixtures in the next one minute so instead of building an audience of fellow ceos of hair businesses why not build an audience of just women, just ladies? Okay? The fact that you're building an audience of just ladies, yes, they may have, they may come from different um, sections of the female folk. For example, you can have a part of your audience being ladies who are um, working class ladies. You may have another section of your audience as um undergraduate ladies you may have another section of your audience as single moms you may have another section of your audience as um i don't know another kind of another kind of ladies all right that need the product or the services you sell now what this does is that it expands your options okay so 
still as the CEO of Nelly's Hairs, you can decide to wake up this week or this month and you're marketing solely to the undergraduates. All right, you're selling hairs to them. Okay, under these conditions, you know that you are most likely going to be selling lower priced hair products to this set of people because they most likely do not have hundreds of thousands to spend on maybe Bone Street. Next month, you can decide to sell to working class ladies. And even as you sell to working class ladies, you can sell to those that are relatively low on the corporate ladder. Or you can market to those that are high ticket clients. That same way, you're selling the same products, hair, wigs, bone, to the same audience, women, but to different people in the same audience, different sections of the same audience. Mistake number three you should never make is building an audience of the exact same people as you. All right? So within the last 29 minutes, I have been able to touch the three costly mistakes you should avoid as a business owner. I hope you found this episode insightful. Thank you for sticking around till now. And keep these mistakes in mind, avoid them and make a killing from your business. Do enjoy the rest of your day. Also, if you're listening from the Amcore platform, add this, post- this podcast to your favorites so that you can be notified when next a new episode goes live. Thank you very much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.